that's right, uh I finesse my way into this game like left, right, uh Up, down, fuck you saying, what's that check, right, uh Bust downs for the whole team, what it look like, uh Ain't shit, you could tell me Let me get to these facts Ain't no more dancing around it Everybody got that work Somehow I really doubt it Doubt it What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 10 of the Competent Conversations podcast. This is season two. I'm here with my co-host, Taekwon Lino. And in this series, we want to encourage you to put your power first, meaning all the abilities and capabilities that you have. Every one of our episodes is going to be dedicated to help of yourself. Mm -hmm. So today we want to talk about procrastination because I feel like it's a huge thing that everyone experiences from one time or another, whether, Mm -hmm. you know, you have small goals or large goals. We get into like a mental rut that slows us down. And, you know, there's multiple ways we can break this down. I feel like we have to understand that thoughts are our most important thing. Like, we have to understand that the program or the narrative you tell yourself is going to dictate what your life ends up being. And we let life circumstances throw us off. We forget the path. We forget the mission. And we get caught up in all the ancillary things in life that are literally there just to test you and throw you off your course. On top of that, we have grandiose ideas, a lot of things we want to do, and we start to look up and it's like, yo, this is Mount Everest, and we feel like it's so hard to climb it. We might as we, we, we feel like, oh, you know what? This is so overwhelming that I want to resort to comfort. That's my safety net. I'm going to lay down instead. I'm going to scroll through my phone. I'm going to watch TV. I'm going to do different recreational things. I'm going to hang out with my friends and waste time. It's like putting a Band-Aid on, a, on, a, on, a, on, some, on something that's really itching at you or really like trying to speak to you. There's a certain frustration there that you're continuing to ignore. You think that these remedies will make it feel better, but that thing is going to continue to look you in your face until you go ahead and slay that dragon. So we want to dive into that a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And Taekwon, what are some things that you feel or some reasons you feel that people can fall into this similar rut or mode of procrastination? I think the the biggest thing is the comfortability, as you stated before. But I was thinking about that in terms of when you have like a that you've been watching, right? You have like a favorite series, but then everybody has this long list of shows that they mean to get to, and nobody ever just goes through that whole list, right? It's because you have a comfortability with that one show, that one series that kind of resonates with you. It provides you a sense of relief or a sense of comedy. It's a show that you can put on whenever you're feeling any type of emotion. It's like your go-to shit. For me, it's like Family Guy. That's one of my favorite ones I can always just put on regardless. Uh, if I'm going to sleep, I want to watch some entertainment, that's that show I go to. But when you think about um, watching like regular cable TV, you always have a channel, um, was it a TV guide or whatever? So like it'll go from one show to the next, or you can't select what you want. You just watch what comes on next. Why do we not treat our list in that same fashion? At some point in time, you saw a show that you wanted, and you said, "You know what? I want to see that. That looks it's intriguing to me." But you didn't watch in that moment. You just added it onto the list. And then when you look at your list in the in the future, you say. Um, Oh, yeah, I'm meaning to get to this one, but not right now. It's like we constantly shy away from these things that we've never seen before, which is a reflection of any type of goal in life that we've never accomplished, right? It's that uh, 
the fear of the unknown. We've never done this before. I don't know what to expect. Is it going to be as good as what I'm known to um, enjoy? What if it's not living up to the hype? You know, like, it's so many different um, hypotheticals involved with that. And I think that kind of makes us shy away back to what we know and feel comfortable with. Right. And I feel like, you know, we also think that we have so much time available to us, especially if you're young. You're like, I can do it tomorrow. I can do it tomorrow. Yeah, There's yeah. a reason why people who they who know they're approaching death or, you know, whether a doctor told them or if they're getting up in age, they start doing more. They start waking up early because they know their days are numbered. Mm-hmm. So we can't just take that for granted because you may have a decent amount of time available, but you'll accomplish in 10 years what you could have done eight years ago. And you would have been in a new level that, you know, that that decade later. And your purpose is the reason why you were designed. So until you fully go after it and um, structure your life around that purpose and put everything se- everything else secondary, you're never going to be fully happy. You're never going to be fully content. And you'll never fully know your capabilities or know yourself. Mm-hmm. As you're going in this direction, you know, of following your purpose, your intu- intuition starts to get spiked. You start to get an idea. We don't always know how the chips are going to fall and what it'll exactly look like. But as you're going forward in that direction, you get a more keen sense of intuition of who sh- what right now, who should I be hanging out with? Who should I cut off? Because you have a picture of what your life should look like and you know who uh, is who belongs in that picture and who's just photobombing that picture. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's another reason why it's so important because you learn yourself more. You know more about uh, what you're about and what you want to do and where you're going. And I want to add that discipline is a key factor. We can't overlook how important discipline is because discipline requires no emotion. It means no matter what happens, hell or high water, this thing gets done. And just like when we wake up and brush our teeth, it doesn't matter if we're broke. It doesn't matter if we went through a breakup. It doesn't matter what it is. We brush our teeth regardless, right? That's the same. There's no emotion behind it. That's the same way that it should be when you're doing your purpose or, or like not procrastinating in route to your purpose because mm-hmm. um, it, it is that important, is that necessary, and nothing else will make it anyway. Yeah, I was going to say, <clears throat> excuse me, the lack of motivation um, from whether it be internal or external sources, we have to find out where that burning fire comes from within us to accomplish that goal. A lot of times there's outside sources that kind of mute or kill the flame that's inside of us. And that prevents us from actually going out and accomplishing this goal, whatever it may be. Sometimes you may have like, I remember in college, they would give us a syllabus of all the assignments that we have to do. And the first day of college, everybody's just like, man, this is going to be hard. Like, I can see this. It's going to be a difficult assessment at the end of the year. Or some people would look at it and be like, all right, well, if I start now, I can knock out little by little and I'll have it done in that a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Some people say, well, should we get a Thanksgiving break around here? I'll knock it out then. So everybody like plans a certain way, right? Mm-hmm. But then procrastination sets in because in the beginning of the school year, you're motivated because you're like, Yo, it's the first day. I got this fly outfit on. You feel good about yourself. There's a lot of positive um, influences around you externally. Everybody's on the same page. And then when you start getting to like, that middle of the year, everybody's like, damn, I fucking hate college. Why am I waking up so early? This is a drag. you know. And then we got another assignment after this one. I got these other classes that are bombarding me. And now your emotions change 
and that lack of motivation you had in the beginning of the year is no longer there. Now you're just like trying to get through little by little, however that may be. Um, and then I guess in the same sense of that, you can say prioritization. So like when you have four class schedules or whatever, you prioritize which one's most important. Like shit, today is Monday. I got a test due tomorrow. I can't focus on the paper that's due three weeks from now today. You know what I mean? So prioritization and lack of motivation kind of affect our ways of procrastination. Yeah, and I feel like when I said earlier about our thoughts, they dictate everything. Mm-hmm. Our thoughts always have also have the ability to organize things. So mm-hmm. uh, the way that I learned that I could be more successful is when I actually write things out and have a layout. So I can get into dieting, right? Like I used to wing it. I used to say, you good, bro? Sorry, y'all. My computer shut down right in the middle of me talking. Like, I don't know what happened. It was charged up and it just did some weird glitch. But can't wrap my hands around it. I don't know. No, man. I don't know. But um, so basically, when you write things out, um, it gives you more of a structure. It, you're putting your thoughts on paper and then you increase your success rate. So when it came to dieting, like, I would wing it. I'm like, okay, I know these foods are good. I get about three meals, four meals a day. I hit the gym regularly, all as well. Then when I started putting things on paper, like, no, you need this amount of grams of protein, carbs, calories, for example. Um, I could actually look at the foods I'm eating and see, oh, that one has way too much sugar for the protein I'm getting. I need to cut that one out. I need Mm -hmm. to add foods that have more protein and less sugar. And when I gave myself a goal throughout that whole day, I knew how many meals, when I should eat, how much I should eat each time and have those laid out. And by the end of the day, my numbers were immaculate. Um, The same thing with goals you want to accomplish. We have to turn ourselves into a, like pretty much a robot, a program. If you want to get something done, the heart and the mind have a connection. It says, we want to get this thing done. This is the direction we want to go. So now you have to complement that by actually making it a reality. So every single day have at least five things you're going to do every single day, whether that's hit the gym, you know, you may want, you may not want to go extremely hard every day, but instead of having a rest day, just go a real light day, like 50% of your max on all exercises. Um, and, and if you really feel like, yo, I gave it all I have, you may need that day for recovery because it helps the process anyway. It helps you to be stronger, helps your body to recover and stuff like that. If it's doing videos, YouTube videos, whatever you're doing, social media, do at least one or two videos a day. Commit to that. Do it for 30 days and see how it goes. You're writing that book. I'm going to write. A, you, you may not even have a page number. I'm going to write something towards it every single day. Or you may have a page number, whatever it is. Um Whatever you're trying to build, make sure you're doing it consistently. That is so important when it comes to defeating procrastination because mm-hmm. you have to do the thing every single day whether you feel like it or not, just like I said with the brushing your teeth. And then you'll look a month down the road like, yo, I came a long way compared to where I was last month. And now the new month we have maybe new goals or you stick to those, but you just do it consistently where you don't have time for procrastination. Things are inevitably going to come your way to throw you off. They are just a test. Distractions. Friends are going to text you. Uh, so so I need to talk right now. Um, you know, you may think of a depressing or a negative thought that comes into your mind. It's a distraction. It's a test. It, it, it tests your mental strength. So by you negating those things, you've pushed past it. You've got just that much stronger mentally. So keep that in mind so you can stop this mm-hmm. procrastination and stop thinking you have all the time in the world. Time is just us. It's literally leased to us. It's re- we're renting time here, and the way we pay back that rent 
is by putting in the work every single day. No days off, guys. Like, I can't stress that enough. Get the thing done. Yeah, I was going to add on. Um, I've said it a bunch of times that thoughts become things. So whatever you think you're able to actually um, put into the universe, with whether it's the energy or this the actual action of it, you get to put that out there. So with that being said, when you think about something, here's a new challenge. Don't go off of that second thought. Go off of that first thought. Like when you, as soon as you wake up, you're like, damn, I should wake up right now. That's it right there. The second thought is hit the snooze. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And how many times do we speed past that first thought and hit the second thought? Like, yeah, I should hit snooze. And then you start to rationalize that second thought. Well, it's only five minutes. You know, I did go to see five minutes late. I could probably squeeze in another five. And then next, you know, you're 15 minutes late. And it's all because of that second thought led to the rational rationalization of that, you know. Um, the first thought is usually the action. So if you find out you got to do um, some type of task and you plan it for that, let that first thought be the inspiration and that motivation and that one singular thought. A lot of times you sit there and be like, yo, I got to do laundry. But then I got to fold it. Uh, it's going to take time. I'd be up and downstairs. It's so far. You start to defeat your initial thought. Just act on that first thought. Act on that impulse. Because I guarantee you, if you wanted some like candy or some shit like that, some type of major desire, you wouldn't think twice about it. You'd just be like, oh, yeah, I do want that. Let me go grab that real quick. And then you keep going about your day. You know what I mean? Just focus on that first thought and like hone everything into that. And then you'd be a little bit more uh, productive in your, in your day-to-day. The reason why that first thought is important because otherwise we get into analysis paralysis. So you start to think of something like the first thought, but then the second thought comes in. And what happens is you get into this world of analyzing and fantasy and what if this you're projecting things Mm -hmm. like then all these fears start settling in. Like you said, well, I got to wash it. Then I got to do then I got to fold it. Then I got to do this. You start Mm -hmm. fearing yourself out of the actual task and then it never gets done. And then you look at the results and the reality in front of you and your thoughts were beautiful, right? But what does the mm-hmm. reality show? That those thoughts weren't put into action. Then you get frustrated, you get further demotivated, right? And mm-hmm. then on the opposite, if you just shut off the overthinking, because I feel like we overthink because we want to check all angles and make sure like, there's like a paranoia or like a fear mm-hmm. that like, well, let me make sure I'm, I'm walking in the right direction. I'm taking the right steps because what if I do this without thinking? I may be unaware of this thing. It may blindside me that I'm thrown off. Well, you're going to be even more thrown off by not even doing it. So you got to mm-hmm. hop on it and just do the thing. Just cut off the overanalyzing and thinking all outside, too too far outside the box where mm-hmm. the box just crumbles and you don't even put nothing in the box. Like, just go with it. Don't worry. Just focus, focus. We spoke about last time on one of these podcast episodes mm-hmm. where it was like uh, that quote, uh, in the Bible, I don't know exactly where it's at. Anyone listening? You know exactly where it's at. Come on now. Anyone who's listening to this, who's That's like, quote. <laughs> who's like a you know a you know a hardcore Christian, they'll know. But like, it's like pretty much God takes care of the trees, waters the plants. They neither spin nor toil, but they're taken care of. You who are doing something of a high value, that's purpose, that's adding to this earth. Just focus on that. You don't think God will take care of all the other things? Mm-hmm. You gotta have that trust, right? Um, and just move forward. And if you don't believe in God, then just just take the first part of what I said and just focus because you know that when you don't, you're over here over analyzing. Mm-hmm. You could have already got three things done. 
And then you'll think about it later when you lay down, you know, think about, okay, how can I have critique that? How can I be better tomorrow? If you messed up on a weekend with your diet, how can I, what, what made me fall off track? Was it a stressful situation I went through? Okay. Um, now I see stressful situations are my trigger that evokes my emotions. And I want to, uh, put a bandaid on my emotions by self soothing and, um, doing things of comfort that take me away from my goals. But then I realize I'm behind on my goals. So now I'm, I'm sad all over again. Forget all that. Just lock in and do the thing. All right. I want to uh, point out real quick. You always seem to say, I don't know where that quote is at. I don't, you know, I don't know word for word. I might butcher it. But then you hit that shit on the head every single time. Nah, that's not I, the right one, bro. I know I messed up a couple words, but I just had to get I don't know. Because when you be saying spin or toy, I'm like, yo, that sounds like it verbatim. I don't know, G. Like <laughs> that, part, that part, yeah. That part, yeah. yeah. That's, that part is there. But the rest of it, I, you, you know, you guys just take it for what it is, you know, because I don't want people to be in the comments like, no, 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 that's not it. This, that. He's giving out false information. I got to put a disclaimer out because, you know, I don't, people start coming from my head. And listen, I don't know everything, y'all. We don't, we both don't know everything. We're on this journey learning day by day and sharing that journey in the process. That's the beauty of this because y'all can see we're in a different position now than we were when we first started it. Mm -hmm. We got to try to keep continuing doing that. And you guys listening, you don't have to be a guru in whatever you want to do. Just do it a little bit every day. You will learn in the process. And by that lack of procrastination, you grow. So when you're procrastinating, you're yeah. staying stagnant. And stagnation mm -hmm. is death. It's just complacency. It's no growth. It's just you, you're either going forward or backwards. Like even when you feel like you're stagnant, I'm staying in the same place. Oh, no, you're declining. You just don't see it. But you're mm -hmm. declining in some way, whether that's in motivation, confidence, results, whatever, um, self-esteem. You have to move forward regardless. And that's why. All right. So I was going to also add on if anybody can actually find that quote, I think it's in Proverbs. It might be the New Testament. If y'all find that quote, leave it in the comments below. We'll review the comments and we'll also give you guys a chance to be on the podcast with us. I think that's a new segment right there. We're trying to do a little bit of interviews here, so I think that's a good idea. Absolutely. Um, just to kind of wrap this up, procrastination is legitimately overthinking something. And it's like just being anxious about a situation that you haven't faced yet, you know? A lot of times we look at anxiety, we get nervous about certain things, but then it's also the anxiety behind that nervousness. The anxiety is the overthinking. What if this doesn't go my way? What if I do it this way? What if I do it wrong? What if I never do it? You know, it's just like Rashad said, all that overthinking, if you analyze yourself, you're literally sitting in the same position. If I sat here and thought about what if I do this laundry? What if I don't do this laundry? What if I do it at five o'clock? What if I do it at six o'clock? I'm still not taking any action. I'm just sitting here in one spot debating on what could be as opposed to just taking an action that's why i say jump on the first thought and then make things happen yeah right, and it'll, be, it'll be five o'clock before you know it and you ain't do nothing it's five o'clock somewhere i'll tell you that yeah <laughs> i, I give you that <laughs> yeah, yeah guys we really appreciate y'all tuning in for this episode prior episodes and future episodes if you haven't mm -hmm. listened to some of the other ones tune in you're going to gain something from it that's what we hope to help you guys do which is place your power first um, my name is Richard Neal. You can find me on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. I'm sorry, that's where you that's find the podcast. Them. That's the actual on. podcast, which I'm on. But obviously, <laughs> you can find Competent Conversations podcasts on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or your favorite podcast platform. We're everywhere. Uh, personally, you'll find me on Instagram at Richard underscore Neal. 
Facebook Richard Neal, YouTube Richard Neal, website richardneal.com. If you want to send me something as far as the email, talk more in length, that's F as in Frank. So FFC Life Coaching at gmail.com. Take one, mm-hmm. let them know what it is. All right, you can find me on Snapchat and Instagram at All I Do Is Fit. All I Do Is Fit is my handle on Instagram. I use all the time. Um, you might find it on a couple other places. I, I, you know, I have like these secret accounts, so yeah, yeah, oh, you can do some searching. Yeah, I can do some searching. Okay. Um, <laughs> Facebook is Taekwon Lino, and then we have um, all I do is fit at gmail.com. So, yeah, I'm, I'm starting to think about some other platforms to use. So, you know, like TikTok, um, Twitch is another one I was thinking about using, so I might create one of those. I'm thinking about like how to branch out with platforms, but you know, I, I put these take accounts out there just to try to test the waters out. So, mm-hmm. you know, you might find me somewhere else, you know, there you all go. There you go. And guys, share this podcast with someone else. We appreciate your time. Talk to y'all next time. Peace. We really aiming for the head this year. We ain't wait for a seat at the table. We pulled up a chair. And the view is so beautiful from here. I might shed a tear. I ain't moving. I'm cool and light a cue.